Go Birds Radio, presented by the Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app. Official sportsbook of the real Philly fan. What's going on? It's Elliot Shore Parks for my friends at Window Nation. And if you've had enough of your windows keeping the house chilly, then fight the February cold with Window Nation. Right now, replace your windows and save big with 50% off all window styles, plus zero down, zero interest, and no payments for 24 months. With proven quality and service, it's no wonder thousands have trusted Window Nation. Don't miss out. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com to schedule your free in-home estimate. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. You're listening to the Go Birds Pod, a radio.com podcast about your beloved birds. And welcome to the least juiced up Super Bowl week I've ever been a part of. Right? This is Wait, like, the Super Bowl's happening? I guess so. I don't even I had no idea. I literally do not think I'm going to really pay attention to the game. Here, you want to hear something funny? I'm, I'm, I'm not kidding about this yeah. at all. The thing I'm most excited for in the game is Tony Romo. I'm more excited for <laughs> yeah, the announcer same. than I am for the game. Yeah, me too. I'm not even kidding. How absurd is that? And it's uh, there's a couple of interesting prop bets we'll shortly get into when it's time for the NFL picks. Biggest game of Tony Romo's career, it baby. Is. <laughs> it is, man. This is awesome. That's I, I'm, Yeah, from a broadcasting I'm angle. I'm excited to see him. Let's see see what he does on the big stage and all that. But like, Look the at this, game Jim. itself, don't care. Here comes, this is what I love about Sean McVay. Eats the roast beef sandwich. You know they're going to be in cover too. Yeah, I'm excited for that. Uh, are you getting excited about the, I mean, the, even the commercials now, I don't even care. Oh, uh, I haven't cared in a while about the commercials. And it's a shame Stella too. Artois it used to be so much fun. Cool things, yeah. It used to be so much fun. It, no, it's not. Yeah, like Bud Bowl. Remember Bud Bowl? Bud Bowl was the shit. Bud Bowl was great. And uh, yeah, my Emily, my wife still gets excited for the commercials and stuff. And every year I'll like semi pay attention to them just because that's the time when she wants to watch. Yeah, like she yeah. doesn't care as much about the game. She's fine with it. But like when the commercials go on, she wants to pay attention. So watching, I'm I'm literally every year I feel like I'm more disappointed by the commercials yeah. than I was the year before. Although they did say that it's going to be, they've gone back to funny. The advertisers. Were I hope so. Funny. It should. Go. I mean, that's that's what we all want. And the only little small statement I'll make is like, "Fuck you, NFL. Let the let the weed commercials happen along oh, with the beer commercials. Agreed. Especially in the. I don't know if you saw it. But like it was, it was to promote like, hey, it, I don't like pain pills. It was, Please make it was weed absolutely. Legal. I mean, it was like, hey, Man. we have an opioid court crisis in this country, folks. <laughs> like, maybe air it because it can help yeah. people. Like, because I mean, it really was. That was the the commercial was all about that. It was like, hey, 
Weed can help people in these situations. Yeah. People should use that instead. Yeah. Like, and and I thought Chris Long, I don't remember his exact but a great response where he quoted, he's like, yeah, just keep keep pouring those booze down our throats or whatever <laughs> yeah. it was. And it's like, keep, he's so right. Yeah, like, yeah. really, we could have a hundred alcohol commercials during the yeah. Super Bowl, but you're not going to have a weed commercial when and it's granted, legal listen, in a lot of states? And that's not even saying, there's nothing wrong with beer commercials either. I'm no, not, we're not no, saying no, that no, at all. No, 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 it's just the hypocritical nature yeah, of not, it, what, you know, if you don't want weed commercials, you shouldn't have alcohol commercials either yeah. is more the way to look yeah, at it. Yeah, it's not the beer company's fault, or though, is it? I don't know if they're saying like- Who knows? It might be. You don't know. Anyway, you're not here for that. You're not here for that. That's I can leave now. Yeah, everybody can go. <laughs> uh, but uh, regardless, it's just kind of you know. I know we're we've had the everybody's had the debate of like, well, who are you who are you tagging on and rooting for? I think me and Jameson, most of the people in Philadelphia are on the same side, which like, is weird. Yeah, just it is. In one breath, I think we are both like. Yeah, just let Tom Brady win. Fuck another one. Who yeah, cares? who cares? Care. At this point, five, six, who cares? You know what? I- I'd like to keep Sean McVay having zero, Jared yeah. Goff having yeah. zero. I'd like to be the last team to beat the Patriots in the Super Bowl. I'd like when you look back at this this run of Super Bowls, it goes Patriots, Eagles, Patriots, rather yeah. than Patriots, Eagles, Rams. Like anything that can happen to make the Eagles Super Bowl that much more impressive, historically relevant, all that type of stuff, that's what I'm rooting for. And that only happens if the Patriots win. Yeah, and really, I just. I just don't want to have a Jared Goff conversation for six months. I don't like months. Jared Goff, all right? I don't He's like the him. fourth guy that gets brought up on the I team. I don't like Sean McVay. I don't have a problem. He's like a good coach. Either. I just don't like... I also don't <laughs> like all the people who love Sean McVay. Like, literally, you, if you met him one time, you're a fucking head coach in the yeah. NFL. I, I'm just... I'm so sick of the and whole Jeff narrative. Jeff Fisher's just sitting out there. No, I'm, just, I'm kidding. But, <laughs> I'm just sick of the, all the narratives yeah. surrounding them. And then also, like, look, they don't have any fans. Nobody cares cares about this team like who are we rooting for here this is a made-up nfl team it is that's what it, it's just they like, wanted to build a stadium in yeah. la and have super bowls in la and have the nfl network at this state you know this complex that's what they wanted and guess what they're getting at the rams good yeah. for them happy for you doesn't mean i want them to win the super bowl no and it's that's what i mean the i think of sean McVay first when i think of the rams then aaron donald then Todd Gurley, and then I'm like, oh yeah, Jared Goff. Yeah, oh yeah, he's part of that team. And if Cooper Cup was healthy, maybe that would come up before. That's like an interesting dynamic about this team is there's going to be, well, Jared Goff won a Super Bowl if that happens. I think of Wade Phillips maybe even before Goff. Nah, probably not, yeah, but, probably but up not. there, up there. Or even, uh, I don't know, if you know Sue or one of those guys. I think Stan Kroenke before I think yeah, of Jared Goff. How about that? <laughs> but that's kind of, is it wrong? Is it just the... The jealousy that I'm there, like, because I Merlin just, Olsen. because Wentz is hurt in the back's there, and you just don't want, like, a thing that just says, well, Jared Goff's more valuable because he, more successful, he got to the Super Bowl, and that only happens if they win this game. Yeah, Jared, Jared Goff would be a Super Bowl winning quarterback. Like, yeah. no, no, I don't want that. <laughs> I don't want that. No. Guess what? Tom Brady's already a Super Bowl winning quarterback. Yeah. Tack on another. Yeah, it's, sure. Again, like what really? Like what are we? Who cares? Who cares? Why do you care so much? I know. Yeah. I hear so many people going like, like treated and whatever. Like, oh my god! Like, get over we it. We need to get over that. To get over Everyone it. Get, is. Hey, guess what? The Eagles beat him in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Done. Yeah. Let's move on. They're not. Guess what? We're better than the Patriots. We beat him in the yeah. Super Bowl. Last time we played him in the Super Bowl, we won it. It's over. Move on. Yeah, move on. And, we don't uh, need to hate the Patriots as much yeah, as we do. No. It's just whatever. It's hard for me to do so it. So I had people <laughs> on the air today, on the midday show, say they'd root for the Patriots if they were, or they'd root for the Cowboys if they were playing the Patriots. It's like, what the fuck no. is wrong with people? What no. is happening here? Where are we no. at? That would be, de- you're, te- you're telling me right now 
God, I can't imagine that. Dak Prescott it's unbelievable. being in the Super Bowl. You want him to be like, oh, yeah, I want them to go beat the Patriots. That's in, That's pretty insane. I will say, though, as much as we gave the Saints guff and we'll probably continue to do that and Sean Payton, power move, power move wearing the Barstool Goodell clown shirt. I know that's a clown shirt. There's no way that's not the clown shirt. Yeah, it's a strong move. That's a strong move. That's I, I, that's that's purposeful, right? He left that open oh, to make sure that people got that. Right? There's no question. I mean, it was all purposeful, and I, it's definitely a power move. But when you've been crying like a baby for a week <laughs> and a half straight, the power is somewhat taken off it. All right, a little a bit. power move, but. We get it, all right, New Orleans? We get it. It was a bad call. Stop crying. Yeah. Enough. Honestly, can you think of anyone as soft as Saints fans right now? Like, they're my go-to soft it's, answer at it, the moment. It's a, I'll say this, it's a righteous soft. It really is. It's gone too far now, though. Like It's, it's just gone like, way okay, too that's, far. That's it's over. Yeah. It's over. They want to have a fucking parade for their team that lost. <laughs> it's really bad. It's just it's it's getting sad. And it's by embarrassing. The way, if there's any Saints fans that are also Pelicans fans, you done did it. You done, you done did, did, it. did it. Now they all care about that. AD's going away. The NBA's crazy. And listen, it's You're going to lose your team, sorry. Yeah, yeah you're going to lose all of them. <laughs> it's going to be this, every single one of them. They're going to be the new Seattle Supersonics. Sorry. <laughs> uh, but uh, during this time, I mean, and I know there's it, honestly, like I've never seen a more dead Super Bowl. Just all around, it's, it's yeah, it's pretty si- silly. There's not much hype, man. Which also means that Howie season's kind of around the corner there a little bit, and then we're not leaving the the news out. Obviously, is important question on Howie yeah. season. Oh, yeah, yeah, Real yeah. quick, and you'll get Please. to the news. Where do you stand on the SZN that people like to do Howie season? It's over. I hate it's it. It's done now. I hate it. It's not great. It's not great. Once the old white guys get a hold of it. <laughs> You're just going to like, just all right, done. I'm done. All right, that's, that's not it. cool anymore, that's guys. That's out. Uh, we're out. Yeah, I don't like it either. Just say it's how we see it. <laughs> Thank you. In the normal, normal I just, sense. It bothers me. It's hard to bring uh, it up. What did you, I, I'm curious, and I know this is like, you can only have so many takes on, on Paul Warlow, but I thought it was interesting that they brought him back. Yeah, I thought so definitively like, hey, we're bringing this guy back. First for move. And you Boom. do, and, and look, he tore his ACL close to a year yep. ago. You know, by the time the season rolls around, it'll be almost a year and a half since the torn ACL. So you assume he'll be fully ready to go and all that. They liked him enough to bring him in last year. I thought it was interesting. I was surprised by it because they, he must look good physically. They must, you know, they obviously, I'm sure, worked him out and all that type of stuff. But not that they have any doctor problems or people complaining ah, about injuries. Yes, or anything like no, that. we totally uh, implicitly trust the Eagles medical staff, right? Can I say that I, as my off season, my Super Bowl off season prediction for the Eagles? Yes, is there's going to be a major story about that. Medical stuff. Well, I mean, point. look, Jeff McClain is doing everything much, he can well, to beat that. It's like every now. press yeah. conference, he's like, uh, could you comment on this? They're like, no. He's like, but could you please <laughs> could you just tell maybe me why this guy's like Why did they get fired? No one's yeah. told me. Um, so I think, and this doesn't signal it, but I just think there, if there is any inkling of, hey, they are going to bring Jordan Hicks back, or hey, they're going to draft a, a linebacker high. It's over. The funny thing about all the discussions we'll get into, and by the way, you want to stick around because Jack Fritz is coming in in a little bit to do his name-only mock draft from the Super Bowl. That's what I'm talking about right there. That's what we expect on Super Bowl week, which is a lot of fun. But I I think we argue so much about running back value in the NFL that we have completely lost – how much value is has been lost in the linebacking position 
and I don't think it matters anymore. Well, it, it, it really doesn't. Well, and I, I think as much anymore. Excuse I, I, me. Yeah, I agree with you, and I think the lack of fullbacks. You don't really need, which is why Jordan Hicks is not. Yeah, go back. you don't need size at that position no. anymore. I mean, it's basically. I mean, we saw what the Chargers did in the playoffs, and granted, it fell apart against New England, but and against Baltimore with the seven defensive backs, and you're starting to see it go more and more towards the smaller size linebackers who are better in coverage than. In the running game, it'll be interesting. You see the Patriots running a lot of 21 personnel, kind of yeah. trying to combat that and kind of when they zig, fine, fuck you, when they zig they zag, the greatest <laughs> who ever did it. Um, but um, yeah, I'm with you. I think it's a position that, and it's funny because we did see certain teams, the Cowboys being a good example of, of really relying yeah. and their linebackers being the heart of their defense and speed at that position can still matter. But I agree with you. I think on a macro scale in the NFL, it's really a position that, is less important than it used to be. And that Andy is, Reid was ahead of the curve the whole yeah, time. Yeah, he was. Too. He was. And that's funny too because I remember when Harbaugh came in with you know, when it was when it's capping him and they kind of were starting to run pistol and things like that and they're going like, "Wow, there's going to be a resurgence of the a, a different looking power running game." And I was like, "Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> it's not going to be a power running game." But now this kind of signals that like if it really does mean that hey, it's a passing league, it always has been all of a sudden you're going to change and and that's I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if the Patriots continue somewhat of the similar game plan uh against the Rams here. Uh Oh, I think that will be their game oh, plan. Yeah, yeah. I think that's the the linebackers the 21, weakest 22. part weakest part of the Rams defense yeah. easily. I think that's the smart Run away plan. from Aaron Donald at least to start and yeah. then just kind of see what happens there. So it should be pretty pretty interesting of uh of how that kind of plays out moving forward, especially when Tom Brady leaves. I'm curious what I really do want to know. So you're talking in 20, 20 years when Tom yeah, when finally like retires? <laughs> and he finally kicks the bucket or whatever uh, in his career. Not yeah, his not dies. Life. Tom's yeah, obviously yeah. going to live to 150. That's his yeah. uh, whole thing. Uh, coaching changes, too, is just, you know, Chris Wilson's gone. Um, Surprised by that, by the way. Yeah, and then Matt Burke, who has ran, I mean, by all Dolphins fans and people that covered that team, the worst defensive signal caller imaginable cool uh, bring him in which was bring him in man the good gotta get that guy the good thing about this move in particular and him being with the eagles now is he was with jim schwartz for nine years schwartz guy so that makes sense i'm surprised Um, by the chris wilson thing though i thought wilson did a really solid job with that defensive line the last years and 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 i know you were one of the people always talked about like he seemed like he was a guy who coached people up out there and was very you know effusive and very, you know, kind of seemed like he was getting across yeah. to these guys. I just don't think, and I believe the Inside the Birds guys have mentioned this at one point during the season, too, where, you know, it just doesn't, you need to find somebody that is is comfortable in the scheme that they're running in a wide nine. I don't think Chris Wilson is used to that. I don't know. I mean, they said he's going to be, Matt Burke, that is, is going to be in some high defensive assistant type of role. I immediately just jumped to like, oh, why wouldn't he just coach the defensive line? That makes sense. And then kind of be like, I don't know, assistant D coordinator, some weird sure. title like that, but it's only worked with linebackers. I don't, but to, I don't know how that really works though. Like, can you only like? I've been a linebackers coach my whole life, and now that's it. Like, I, I don't really understand that. You can, I've seen. It just works differently on the offensive side of the ball because well, you can be a QB yeah, coach it and is. a wide receiver coach and whatever. And it it is different. Matter. It does seem to be different. I mean, you see guys. I think Belichick coached linebackers and secondary when yeah. he was a position coach. I think. I, it's probably a case by case basis, but you're right, John. You you normally see these guys. Obviously, they can ascend a defensive coordinator or whatever, but you rarely see like a secondary coach become a defensive line coach or something like that. Yeah. It doesn't seem to it's happen weird. a lot. So we'll it see. Is a little uh, weird. So you know, because then if that's true, then 
their current linebacking coach in uh, Ken Flagiole, baby. Is, who I'm still pretty sure Chris Long has a tattoo on, <laughs> of him somewhere <laughs> on his body. <laughs> Um, so maybe there's an, a, a secondary move coming. That's why it's we'll have to kind of wait and see when everything's Not official. Not secondary March, like Corey Unlin, no, like no, a no, second no. move. Yeah, yes, a second got move. It. And then uh, just a little other note, too, as we're going along, uh, Zach Berman had uh, mentioned that the according to the NFLPA, the Eagles are actually carrying $6.1 million uh, of uh, cap carry into 2019. Show me the money. So that is a starting linebacker, if you want him or something it's a player like that. Or yeah, two. It's a player or depending on yeah two really shitty wide receivers for <laughs> you there so um uh i there's a uh oh you know what there is, we're, we're doing something fun on saturday if you are oh yeah buddy not hanging around uh and want to get uh out of the the i think that's when the the what are we calling this the vortex of uh polar of, vortex uh, the polar vortex of death that has been Gripping everybody up. We're going to be at Parks Casino from 6 to 8 p.m. Hanging out in their sports book, which is nice and gorgeous. And we're going to make a ton of prop bets there and and have fun doing it. It'll be uh, me and James. L.A. Shore Parks will be there, too. And, of course, we'll be on the air from 1 to 3 on Saturday, too. Just kind of going over the Super Bowl and doing some fun things. But Parks Casino uh, will be there as well. Come down. Have some fun. And it's going to be a really great time when you do. Before we go any further, and we will get into those prop bets and the ones we like, but first, let's bring in Jack Fritz as uh, the Senior Bowl happened last weekend. And I know that you get the. Can I just say this too? Uh, I thought it was just an anomaly that last year Eagles win the Super Bowl. We don't care as much about the draft because we're on a cloud nine and whatever. It's happening again. To, yes, we don't really not to the same. I, I think we start. I think we will start to. I think for combine, I think it'll pick up. Last year, we just didn't care. Yeah, we didn't care through the draft. Like yeah. the draft happened, we we're like, eh, whatever. I think we'll care more this year. I think it's it has felt more like an off season. Like I know that a little bit more, a little bit more, a little bit not as like everything's connected. I do think that that right now or not, I do think ultimately we will care more about the draft than we did last year. But I think also you know you're picking in mid twenties, like it's just yeah. it's not sexy. But I do think we'll care more than we did last year, especially when uh, there's got to be a couple of surprising moves coming too, and I'm sure we can predict those on Saturday. But let's welcome in Jack Fritz. So before we start the Senior Bowl name test, you have to swear to me, the public, yes. and all of the trust tree, that mm-hmm. you have not looked at these guys before. You have not really seen the Senior Bowl roster, right? The only name I know is Montez Sweat. I did not watch any of the Senior Bowl. Um, you're lucky I'm even talking about anything but Bryce Harper. <laughs> Uh, I didn't even know the Senior Bowl was going on. That's how locked in I am. Yes. No, I, di- I didn't know what was going on. I didn't watch the game. So what's sad is when you move out of your parents' place, you lose all their channels. And I used to have every channel. So now that I'm paying for my own cable, I don't have NFL Network. Marriage struggles <laughs> so, already. I don't have MLB Network either, which is horrible. <laughs> so um, I I don't know what's going on. This is great. Um, I do know the Buffalo quarterback. That's only because I bet on Buffalo like, oh, okay. five times this year. Well, well let's, let's start there then. Okay. Ty- Tyree Jackson. Is that a to grade the name? <sighs> grade the name. And also, if you want to listen to Bryce Harper talk, you should definitely go download the High Hopes podcast, by the way, if you're not doing that already. Yeah, I mean, what even? what's the point of even life in itself? Um, Tyree Jackson, to me, is a guy that's... See, the problem is I've already seen Tyree Jackson. I know yeah. what he is. He reminds me of Logan Thomas. 
Uh, we'll okay. see. If, we'll see if he's a tight end in a couple years. Maybe that'll <laughs> be a better plan than being an actual quarterback. Um, but I mean, I know Tyree Jackson. He's a big, a big, bulky quarterback. Yes, uh, would have a six seven. Yeah, he's got a got a it's huge, got a big arm. Uh, moves well. Not the most accurate. And I tell you what, after watching Buffalo, and I saw like someone ranked him like his top five quarterbacks. I was like, oh my god, this class must be horrible. It's pretty bad because he is not good <laughs> at all. Like yeah. I watched Buffalo this year enough to know that Tyree Jackson is not it. Uh, he's not it, but he I sounds s- like a cornerback. I, 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 he do- that, that is a kind of a corner yeah. corner name. I do uh, want him though as a Philadelphia Eagle. I think he'd be a really fun for tight end for QB three. <laughs> Put him at QB three and let's rock and roll. All right, All right. let's do the names that I clearly you don't know. Yes. How about Hunter Renfro? And I'm not even going to give you positions either. Hunter Renfro. Well, Hunter Renfro. I do know Hunter Renfro. He's gonna oh be, come he's on! He's going to be the next. He needs to be. If he wants to really achieve his ceiling, he needs to get on the Patriots. Everyone knows that. Um, also, I'm pretty sure he's been in college since like 2010. Oh, okay. Like, there's no doubt in my mind that guy's been there forever. Hunter Renfro has been on every single Clemson team since Dawkins, I think. <laughs> I'm like 95% sure. Of course, Montez Sweat was down at the Senior Bowl. And then let me get my let me get Montez Sweat out there. So yeah, yeah. There's been a lot of a lot of questions posed to me saying, "Hey, Jack, you know Josh Sweat, you were not a fan of." And yeah, double Sweat. Right, and I was. Completely right. Uh, Josh Sweat, total bust. We'll never make it um, because of his bad name. Um, so Josh Sweat, I don't think you have to look at all sweats personally. Uh, you can you can <laughs> differentiate the sweats. And for me, Montez Sweat should probably be the first overall pick in this class. Um, he will have a 20-sack season. That is an absolute bona fide superstar name. Um, Montez Sweat. Wow. And I want to know the difference. I want to explain the difference this way um, for people that are on Twitter. Uh Josh Sweat is the Marshawn Lynch glasses meme, whereas Montez Sweat is beast mode Marshawn Lynch. Like, Josh Sweat is a nerd that should be stuffed in a locker and not a, a, a beast defensive end. Montez Sweat is a is a force to be reckoned with. Uh, I, I, I think should you're right. I think you might first. be right. And he did have a really impressive should, senior bowl. Should so. probably be the first overall pick. Uh, uh, let's go with <laughs> whew, first overall pick. I like that. Uh, how about Mark Fields? Is he running for a CEO of a company? There's no way that guy's a good could, player. He could be. There's no. There's a zero percent chance. All right, let me guess. Let me guess. Mark. F- I mean, he's got to be a quarterback. He's not a quarterback. Well, he should be a quarterback. He's not on the offensive side of the ball. In fact, Mark. What's his name? Mark Fields. Fields. Mark Fields. Listen, I I don't know Mark Fields. I will tell you this: he will be selling insurance in five years. <laughs> a corner from Clemson. Selling insurance. There's a zero percent chance that that guy's a good. Yeah, Mark Fields is not a good corner name. It's not a good football name. Period. I mean, unless you're a quarterback, but even a quarterback, I get Mark. Listen, no one's excited to play for a Mark, especially Mark Fields. Uh, He, uh, Mark. I'm sorry, you should change your name. Uh, Let's go with. Ooh, this is a this is an interesting one. How about Daylon Mack? Daylon Mack screams screams defensive end. It's close. He's a D tackle. A D tackle. Yeah. I think he, he. I think if he really wants to make it, he should shed some weight and move to defensive end. Um, but I think he's a solid day three prospect. Um, I see a little bit of upside there. Um, but I will say that if he if he really wants to 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 make it in the NFL, shed some weight and get in the outside, big boy. If we're going on uh, obviously name test alone, um, this sounds too much like a Hollywood movie name. Yeah, this sounds like an, I invented well, a, a, a guy named Daylon Mack, and he's like, you know, gonna yeah. be in draft day. Well, yeah, it kind of sounds like a Key and Peel. Yeah, 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 exactly, a little yeah. bit like that. Yeah. Uh, how about Anthony Johnson? 
Anthony Johnson. Uh, it's a pretty uh, make your player type of name. Yeah, to it's. Me. A, but here's the thing: is sometimes simple is good. And the name Anthony Johnson to me, uh, I do think he would have been better in the '90s. It screams like a '90s running back. But since we're playing in the 2018, 2019 level of football. It's a solid name, not a high upside name. Like Anthony Johnson is not a name that you're like, ooh, I'm going to circle my calendar to go watch Anthony Johnson. Anthony Johnson to me is a is a running back. He's a wide receiver, but he would be a, who would have been a running back in the '90s. Yeah, listen, Anthony and, Johnson across the fifteen right, down to the right. ten. You know, I can hear Pat Summerall saying that. I do not. See, I don't think Anthony's a great wide receiver name. It's more of a running back name. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's fair. Let's Thank go you. to Debo Samuel. Now, now I will say this. I will say this. I was reading Bo Wolf this morning on the Athletic, oh, and I is. read about Debo Samuel. <laughs> and I've never watched him play in my life, but I'm in. Yeah, he I, creates, I'm way in. He creates easy separation, according to Bo Wolf. Um, I think it's actually like Curtis. Who's the guy from? It was Curtis Samuel, right? A couple years ago yes, for the Curtis Panthers. Samuel, yeah. yeah, bust. Debo Samuel is him on steroids. So I will. I am all in on Debo Samuel's. Um, he is. He should be a first-round pick. He's going to slip to the second round. That's where the Eagles can take him. How about we go to Gary Green? And Gary, <laughs> Gary is spelled G-E-R-R-I. Ah, that's a problem. <laughs> no, what, do you, what are the problems here? <laughs> what do know. you see? What, is in, what well, are you envisioning? I think w- when he said it first, I was envisioning an offensive lineman. Um, I feel like they should always be named Gary, and I don't think you're going to succeed elsewhere in the NFL Except offensive line, if your name is Gary. Now you add in the G R G E R I G E R R I. Okay. Now that screams like a safety. <laughs> uh, right side of the ball. <laughs> okay. But not he's not in the secondary. He is an outside linebacker from Fletcher Cox's alma mater, <gasps> Mississippi State. A lot of Mississippi State guys. Gary, honestly, the Gary's pretty intriguing. Six four two fifty five. If you if you said it was G A R Y Green and he was an outside linebacker from Mississippi State, I would say not draftable. But G E R R I, I kind of like it. Kind of flows off the tongue. I think he's got fluid hips, solid bend, um, and that's <laughs> I like it. I like it. But Gary, if it was just G A R Y Green, I would say get your ass on the offensive line because that's okay. the only thing that makes sense for you. Uh, I want to do one, but I'm not sure. I think you might have heard of this guy, so I'm gonna. I'm going to come back to it in a second. Okay. How about Kingsley Kiki? Kingsley Kiki? Yeah. <sighs> Kiki spelled K-E-K-E. Now, see, Kiki Cootie really threw off the scent on this name because yep. I would usually just trash it. But with the name Kiki Cootie, it's it's making me reconsider my formula for coming up with good names. Um, now, is he a, a, a skill position guy? He is not a skill position guy. He listen. He has to be. This is the only way he's going to succeed in the NFL is either skill position or cornerback. Yeah, he's neither of those. So he, I'm out. What is he? What is he? He's a defensive tackle. No. Six four three zero oh, five. Too too fat. Too fat. <laughs> Texas A&M. Too tall. Too fat. Sorry. Okay. Sorry, Kingsbury. He's whatever out. his name is. Now I think you. Get, I think you know this one, but I'm dying to know. Okay. Rock Yasin. Is he a cornerback? Quarter. Corner. Corner. He is a corner. It's a good name. It's a good name. It's a it's a good. It's name. a local kid too. He's yeah, from Temple. Yeah, yeah Rocky Sin. Rock mm. Yasin. That sounds honestly. The, little, it's hyphenated. The Yasin's hyphenated. It sounds a little XFLish, which I like. I mean, yes. Does he have a nasty edge to him? Uh, if I, I had <laughs> if I had to predict my Rocky Sin scouting report, freaking nasty on yeah. the outside. He's a, he's kind of a a, a muscle. He's 190, oh. 6'2", 190. This, oh, this got a, you know, Big corner. Big corner. Yeah, exactly. I'm in. 
I think he should be. I think he should be a second round pick. <laughs> Demarcus Christmas. Demarcus Christmas. Now Deontay Christmas threw out threw off my my Christmas name test. Usually not a big fan of holidays in yeah. the in in the last name, but the Drew Holiday family uh, did throw that off for me as well. You said Devontae Christmas. Yes. I actually really like Demarcus. Demarcus, Demarcus Christmas. Christmas. Demarcus yeah. Christmas. I actually really like the name, um, but only in a in a, again a skill position like realm. Uh, he's a defensive tackle. Six, defensive four, tackle. Six, six four three zero oh, five. Six four three zero oh, five. What's his name again? Uh, Demarcus Christmas. Okay. See, I can see Christmas being a little fat guy. They could kind of be there. Then you know? Christmas sacks. I mean, there's yeah. a whole thing that goes along. There's with it. something there. A kind of like a it, to me. Plays a lot like Damon Snacks Harrison. Um, that's where I see Demarcus Christmas landing. <laughs> a similar-ish player. And finally, I am going to butcher this. Okay. Uh, Which means I probably won't like it. Right. Sion Takitaki or Tikati Taki. <laughs> well, I don't know, buddy. Takitaki Taki is how I would say it. Uh, Sion S I O N E. But is there any like thing you can call him easily, like Greek Freak or Big V? Does he have, <laughs> does he have any nickname like that? I, I don't know, but I would just call him Taki. Okay, I'm just saying that if you want to pass the Jaffrey's name test, you cannot have a name that is. You can have a you can have a complicated name, but there better be an easy way to for for simple announcers like Dick Stockton to <laughs> to that's fair to nail your name because it, like name a guy who had an unpronounceable name that made it. Uh, that's a fair point. Like I'm just like there. Well, a TJ Hushmanzada. That's one, that's that's a guy that always kind of pops up into my brain. Yeah, and yeah. I, I mean Giannis Antetokounmpo, I get it, but they all call him big uh, the Greek freak. Uh, yeah. Halapuli Vitae, whatever. I mean Big V. Like there's there you have to have some kind of thing that you can simple it down to because again Dick Stockton is gonna mess up your name. Now Dick Stockton messes up everyone's name, but if if you don't pass my Dick Stockton uh, name test to go along with the Jack Fritz name test. I don't really see it working out for you, Taki. Um, now, where did he? Is he? Is he a linebacker? He uh, he is. Uh, I'm, I forgot his story, so I was looking that up real quick. But yeah, he's an outside linebacker. See, that's that's where that's a position where I could see him succeeding, um, much like Lofa Tatupu. Uh, I could see him like he needs to be in the middle of the field. I don't see him working on the outside. He's a gritty, middleish kind of linebacker. Um, if you had to guess where he went to school, where would you say? Uh, USC. Uh, B- BYU. Okay, that makes sense. I, and and I don't know if this sways you or not, but he was actually kicked off of his team. Oh, came so back a, and then became a team captain. So he's a badass. He's a badass. He's got <laughs> tattoos. His girlfriend oh. was like, you know, all all about uh, you know the straight, clean cut guys. And but he's uh, not like a like he's not. Has a kid. A, he has a kid with her, I believe. Is is what's happening? <laughs> There's a lot going on. There. There's a lot going on. Um, but she describes he describes his wife as she's a wonderful and absolute angel. I got so lucky and I couldn't have gone on about her forever. She's going straight to heaven. She's the one that, you know, kind of centered me and made me a great football player. All right, so I respect that. Seems like a changed man. Uh, I will say that the fact that he's playing a linebacker position, I, I would take him in the second round. Now, he does have to figure out some kind of name that is more easily, um, you can say easier. Yeah. But uh, I think it's a really, really strong middle linebacker safety name. Man, I would say for the for the Senior Bowl and you know, getting the offseason ready, is it's, you know, it's the week of the Super Bowl, that's pretty crisp. That's a crisp uh, uh, evaluation for your first mock of the year. I just wanted to tell everyone, good. I did not... I did not know any of these names. I didn't even look it up. I knew this was happening today. These are all just my my gut reactions from first time hearing the names. And listen, 
last year was a very good year for the Jack Fritz name test. I mean, Avante Maddox. Yeah, that was that was the that was the first that was the first one. We're like, oh, this guy knows what he's talking about yeah. with names. <laughs> um, did you have any miss or big misses? I don't think you did actually. Big misses? No, like I didn't like Donald that much. I was all yeah. in on Baker. Um, I wouldn't say I had any like Bradley Chubb. I loved. Yeah, it's yeah, like the Chubb meter. <laughs> um, but I mean, who are the? I'm trying to think of the, the draft guys. I was I loved Dallas Dallas Goddard. Yeah, you could just kind of see that name lighting up a field. Um, Avante Maddox, I was in love with Josh Sweat. I didn't love. Um, but overall, I think it was a very solid debut of the Jack Fritz name test. Jack Fritz at Jack Fritz WIP can hear him on WIP evenings, the Counterpoint Podcast, High Hopes, and the, the Art of the Take. Jesus Christ, you're everywhere. Yeah, well, there's going to be some exciting Counterpoint. There is. I'm, we're actually very excited about uh, all the things that are happening there. There's a name that we missed that you desperately needed a grade from Jack. Tweet at him or, at Jack Fritz WIP or email Counterpoint Mailbag yes. at gmail.com. Uh, I will say this: There's another guy I've heard of before. His name is Buddy Reed. Uh, I've heard he's I've heard he's a pretty good running back prospect. He is. I'm just saying, if you really wanted to be a good running back prospect, you should have played in the 70s. Yeah, <laughs> well, fair take. I'm just saying. Yeah, like, that's a, it's like he's obviously too slow to work in today's league because he should be playing in the 70s. We uh, we uh, I think he is also uh, I think he's a baseball guy. Come to think of it now, buddy. Oh, Reed. Well, then I'm in on him. Drafted yes. in the first round. <laughs> or maybe there's two. Maybe there's two Buddy Reeds out there. But I distinctly remember a Buddy Reed being on the. Padres? Well, no, there was uh, there was a Reed from that played at Kentucky, also where Buddy Reed went, that A.J. Reed. And he plays, oh, in, the, he plays in the Astros. Or he was playing in the Astros. Okay. He is too fat. Can't hit. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, again, at Jack Fritz WIP, at Go Birds Pod, we will evaluate the names. We'll uh, we'll see you soon, Jack. All right, bye. So far, since he's been doing this, it's, it's not bad. Strong you know, work. As he said, he called Avante Maddox. He said Josh Sweat's not going to be, it's not a great football yeah. name. No, it's good. Went down with Andrew Wolf to see. So, you so know. This is a big thing. My dad, R.I.P. David Seltzer, was a huge fan of just judging players strictly by name. He actually used to get every year the college, like it was like Athlon or whatever, yeah. the guy, Street and Smith, oh, whatever man, it was Athlon's back in the day. Talking old school, yeah, baby. Yeah. It was like pre internet, baby. Yeah. He used to always, um, or pre like widespread internet. <laughs> um, he used to get it and just go through the name. Like, How about this one? And his favorite, all-time favorite, was the 1993 Michigan Wolverines. John Ritchie on that team. But um, John Ritchie was on the 19. Yeah, oh, man, but because of the uh, wide receiver tandem of Mercury Hayes and Amani oh, Toomer God, at the time. And yes. then Tiamunga, Bianca Batuka in the, the backfield. My dad nope. must have said those three names to me. A thousand times that year. So that was uh, big name guy. One of my favorite like non-Iowa college teams of all time. Fun team, man. Like fun it was, team. It was just like Todd just, Collins. Yeah, all of that, man. That was such a such a just a group of different weird guys. Yeah, and, and yeah, and here Keith Jackson and there's Bayaka Batuka coming down the sideline. And, you know, and now like, we know so like Amani Tumor is a name that we all know now. He played for a while, Giants all-time leading receiver in the media and all that. Yeah. But like when you had never heard the guy and you're like, Amani Tumor? Yeah. What? Amani, yeah. it's not a tumor. Uh, so, yeah, shout out to David Seltzer there. Uh, James, guess what? Prop bets. It's time for the picks. Hit me. It's time to ring the bell and play some bets. Hey, I don't want your money punching my money. Here come our NFL picks. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. Here comes the money. 
The Picks and Prop Bets brought to you by the Casino at Delaware Park, where you can watch and wager on all of these bad boys. And uh, hey, guess what? Keep your calendar clear in March for March Madness too. If we're gonna mm. have a little, we're gonna have a little fun. We might have a little something cooked up for just to let's just get out of the yuckity of of working and. And maybe we can, uh, you know, wrangle something up for round one. Uh, the fun is four days in sports, John. That's Nothing right. better. The uh, closest place, uh, at least to us from here, to uh, legally watch and wager everything that's happening with the Super Bowl is down at the casino at Delaware Park. It is a lottery agent of the Delaware Lottery. James, you got to be 21 to play. But you don't have to be 21 to watch. Uh, I picked See out. What I did there. I mixed it up a little bit. It's a <laughs> oh, Super Bowl. Yes, it is. I like that. You got to bring the intensity. <laughs> The um, I picked out some of my favorites. Good. I know you probably have some different. I, ju- I trust I your judgment. Sure I'm a John Barcher judgment guy. To include the Gatorade one, because I know that's one of your favorites. All-timer. Well. Classic. But, um, I think this is, a, this is a good one, and I think this is easy money. How many times will the broadcast mention Sean McVay's age? The over-under is at one and a half. Oh, it's a stone-cold over. And it's minus 175 for the over. Yeah, I'll ta- yeah I'll take I don't it. care about the bad yeah. odds. I will take the... I mean, it's going to happen more. He's the youngest coach to ever coach in the Super Bowl. Like, of course, yeah. they're going to mention it more than one time. Like, all you need is two mentions. I can't... That... I mean, I don't know what other props you're going to throw at me, but I find it hard to believe that I'm going to like one more than I like yeah, the over in that one. That is my top, top yes, in terms of... I, I bet the house on yeah. that. Now, this is an interesting one. Because they're Which, bo- by the way, it's going to annoy me because I'm gonna, we're both going to have to hear the Sean McVay's younger than us nonstop. So that's <laughs> no, fucking that. great. I hate that. Shut up, Sean. What enjoy, am I doing with my enjoy, life, enjoy, Sean? Uh, God, it makes me, it really does. Uh, probably another reason why I just don't like the Rams. <laughs> he's just, he's, it's all jealousy. It has nothing to do with, <laughs> do with anything that is analytical at all. Yeah, like, Bill Belichick's in his 60s. Yeah, like, oh, that's okay. I'll get there someday. Really good looking. And he's in LA. A really pretty. Girlfriend, wife, I can't even remember. I'm sure he does. I mean, let's be real about this. Look at the guy. Uh, Will any scoring drive take less than it takes Gladys Knight to sing the national anthem? Yes. Most of the time. I mean, the national anthem is just the... In the two-minute range, usually. 2, 2, 23, 2, 10, 2, 15. Somewhere in there. Somewhere around there. Yes is at minus 110. I would say yes. No is at minus 130. All you need is one long touchdown. I... Uh, yeah, I guess less I, I than two minutes. It's tough though, like because like that is a quick drive. Here's why I think it'll happen. Yeah, I think it's gonna happen at the end of a half. You know what I mean? Like, like two minute warning, boom, go, and they score a touchdown. They get the ball back at the two minute warning or something like that. Look, we saw the the Patriots do it against the Chiefs multiple times, scoring mm-hmm. touchdowns and shorter than what would have been the national anthem. So I will take. The yes, but this is a tough one. This could go either way. Yeah, I'm slamming the yes. I mean, okay, minus so 110, that's like that's really good odds. Good odds, this. too. Yeah, it's almost even odds, which uh, is surprising. Man, I'm, I'm su- I thought yes was the clear answer, and that's yes. that's surprising that they're only minus 110. Now, yours, and I think you had a pretty good theory last year, if I remember correctly. Yeah. but It was that we had already seen it. We yeah, knew the yeah, Eagles well, were we going to win the game. Too, we yes. had already seen a Gatorade bath for Doug Peterson. And that's what you got to lean on again. And lime green yellow of what color will be... Uh, poured out on the game-winning coach is always going to be the favor, uh, or the the least amount of, of of cashola you can win if you put a bet down plus two twenty-five, which is still good. Like lime green yellow is standard; it's always there. I haven't paid attention to the Patriots, but I'm pretty sure that's what they use. Oh, really? Uh, I know. The thing is, if you like the Rams in this, it gets a little tricky. I've seen blue, and I've seen orange. I don't know if I, and I, I think I've seen lime cream yellow as well. I think the Rams switch up their Gatorade a lot. Huh. So that's tough. 
whatever lay a couple the, of bets down if you whatever think the, Rams. the Patriots use is what I would bet on. Lime so if you green, say yellow. that's lime green yellow, I'll go with that. For some reason, I thought they used blue, but uh, lime green. Maybe yellow. they do. Maybe they do because the I would. So here's what I would do if I were actually putting my own money on this. I would research it and yeah. I would really look back. I would look back at the five Super Bowls they've won. And see what Gatorade was dumped on Bill Belichick. See mm-hmm. if there's any consistency. Ooh, nice. I like so, that. Because I believe, and we'll get to it, but I, I'm leaning a certain way, so I would do some research on the Yeah, but, and, if, and if you know it's blue, plus 375 is Good odds. pretty pretty nice. This is my favorite bet of the, the entire thing. What will be the case on February 4th at the S&P 500 market close? The Patriots will win the Super Bowl, and it'll be above the previous close. Same thing, but below the previous close, and then the Rams with the same scenarios as well. So if the Rams will be the Super Bowl champions, and the market <laughs> will be higher than it was on Friday, and if they lose... Okay, here's my know. take on this. All right. No fucking idea. I Couldn't know less. Love... Not my thing. Love the... Well, because they're... Patriots. Uh, Is there a the connection winnings? between the S and P and who wins the Super Bowl? Do, uh, does it make a difference? I don't, I don't think so. I don't right? Think so. I wouldn't think so. I would and ju- why do they go S and P and not the the Dow Jones? I don't know. I could just intriguing th- too. I'm intrigued here. But, uh, all right, I'm going to take a guess. Yeah. Patriots and less uh, under. I, uh, ring the bell. <laughs> Patriots win and it's above. Okay. Okay. I like what GE had their quarterly and it and it you know when shot I, up. See, I don't know. Anything. So uh, yeah. I, I'm 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 liking that. Uh, come on Monday, couple of other. I good do ones. like the in general the cross sport or whatever props. They're so much fun. Yeah, yeah. There's some with like field goal percentages, like LeBron like, James points versus yeah, whatever. Like yeah. those kinds of things are always fun. So much fun. Uh, will both teams combine to score 76 or more points to break the Super Bowl record? Yes is at plus 325. No, 550. <laughs> so I would never bet it because those odds are dog shit, yeah. but I, I think no. I, yeah. I buy into that. Yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll, take, I'll take the no as well. Uh, everyone's favorite, I think, is what's happening right now. How many plays will Tony Romo correctly predict during the game? Over seven, over-unders at seven and a half. Even money if you take the under. All right, so here's minus one forty. Here's my worry over. with this bet. They've done. They've clearly reined him in. You know, they've clearly yep. told him, "Hey, don't do it quite as much. Pick your spots with this." So I worry. I, I, I don't. I think the smart bet is probably the under. Okay, stop agreeing with me so much. <laughs> I'm for slamming that reason, the for under. that reason. I think. I think he's going to choose too. his spots. He's going to wait for really important spots to try and predict the plays. Because he doesn't want to give too much away and all that, like the network, yes. whatever. So, yeah, I think the under. Uh, These are fun. The first touchdown. By the way, tails. Uh, Keep going. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think is minus 110, minus 110 for heads or tails. Yeah, so whatever. Good, good luck to you. <laughs> the point is, you're getting that. bad odds, whatever it is, unless it's even odds. So, yes. Uh, any favorites for either Patriots' first touchdown or Rams' first touchdown? Um, not knowing the odds, and I, I yeah. usually think with these bets, it's fun to just play the odds more than anything. But Same. if I had to just throw out who I think will score the first touchdown for either, I would bet on Sonny Michelle for the Patriots. He's the favorite at okay. plus 250. Makes sense. Yeah. And uh, I would I would, I would, would take a, a long shot on the Rams. I, w- I don't know what he is, but I would bet on C.J. Anderson. C.J. Anderson, also the favorite at plus oh, 300 along with Todd wow. Gurley. All right. the same so, so but I that's d- good. You're still making money. Right. And I also somehow predict the fa- favorite. So, yeah, <laughs> hell of a gambler I am. I 
uh, love Rex Burkhead for the Patriots. That's a great one. That's plus, a great one. Plus five. They put him in around the goal line a yep. lot. That is a great call. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. probably a better. I think it, if I had to guess the person, I'd guess Sony. I'd bet on Burkhead. It's a better bet. I would also just put uh, a shekel on Philip Dorsett. Because he's plus twelve hundred. Take and, a shot. And, and, and a that's, that's my favorite long one. If you're getting a little crazy, you want to do Cordell Patterson. What's the field? Is there a field? Uh, any other touchdown scores plus six hundred. Uh, that's pretty that's good. Pretty good I too. mean, you could get a punt return. You could get a this. Yep. I know Cordell's in there, but you could get something weird happening. A defensive touchdown. So. I mean, Cordell's plus two twenty five hundred. So if you're thinking, punt oh, return, if you're thinking punt return, take a shot on Cordell. Yeah, but absolutely. Interesting. And I would have said the same thing with CJ. <laughs> Anderson too until I looked at the guys and be like, oh, that's the, the biggest long shot on the Rams is Jared Goff at plus. Oh no, sorry, uh, second best odds plus four thousand, which I think is pretty. I like that they actually give you odds for John Kelly. Really, <laughs> plus seventy five hundred. Third string running back. We're really going there. All right, uh, and same for them too, uh, as well with the uh, the plus six hundred. Any other score? All right, uh, the. Let's just do, I mean, Super Bowl MVP, that's boring. Everybody kind of does that. The quarterback. Yeah, the quarterback. <laughs> uh, what was it, 13? What, what are Brady's odds, real quick? Just the actual odds. Because, plus 125, plus okay, 250 Okay, so, so this is a yeah. good example of where if you think the Patriots are going to win the Super Bowl, it probably makes more sense to yep. bet on Tom Brady to win the MVP. You're getting better odds there, and it is really unlikely that if the Patriots win the Super Bowl, that Tom, look, they've won it five times, he's won four of them. It's likely that he will be the Super Bowl MVP. So if you think the Patriots are going to win, betting on Tom Brady to be the MVP at plus 125 is better odds than just betting on them to win with the points. Absolutely. And 13 out of the last 20 Super Bowl MVPs have been quarterbacks. Yep. Two have been linebackers. Two have been wide receivers. I think there might have been a running back in there uh, at, at some point. Um, but I do. Of the last 20. Last 20. So going back to uh, Elway's second one, I believe. Oh, Terrell Davis then. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Terrell Davis was was definitely in there as well. Scored three touchdowns. Uh, last one. The exact number of touchdowns in this game, where would you put it at? Combined. Yeah, 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 combined. yeah combined. Exact number. Um, I'm going to say seven combined touchdowns. Seven combined touchdowns is good for plus four hundred. Oh, it's actually really good odds. And it's what's uh, the favorite? Like you eight? know, what's crazy is like seven is plus four hundred. Five and six, four, five, and six are plus four fifty. Uh, and eight's the favorite. Oh no, sorry, so four is plus seven fifty. Yeah, so seven is the favorite. Seven so is I the exact the fa- favorite. Come on, man. <laughs> Jamie, I'm really in tune with this, huh? Jamie Seltzer's safe bets. Yeah, yeah does, I don't, it, it doesn't. It doesn't go to James. It goes to Jamie when it be. Can you tell? Yeah, right. And then I get mad. Can you tell that I'm? Uh, I don't mess yeah. around the list. Zero too much. touchdowns is plus ten thousand. Now I've never seen a sucker's bet like that in my life, but. Guess how many times it's happened in the Super Bowl? None. None. It's yeah. Never, it's okay. Never happened. Especially in Against this era. The, the best two defensive teams in the league. Yeah, especially in this era. Uh, I would. Uh, the is there a is there a chance that it, there's just three touchdowns in this game though? Because that's a little intriguing to me. No. Yeah. It's just not. not, not I happening. mean, you never know, but I mean, were you thinking like a seventeen to just fourteen game? A massive or amount of. Oh, that would even be four. Going to seventeen to. 12 or something. <laughs> no, I don't oh, know. So many field goals. Like Greg Zerline ends up being 17-13. There it is. Uh, well, I, um, you know, it's, it's, it's obviously different this week, and that's kind of like my. We gotta pick the game real quick. Oh, oh yeah, we'll do that. Okay, yeah, we'll do okay. that. Uh, the, uh, I, I just the. Even though I think we said it like a hundred times. Yeah. Is it, what, <laughs> are the Rams still plus two and a half? I can't. Plus remember. two and a half. Yeah. 
I'm picking the Patriots. We there both are. So there we go. We did it. All right. Hey. hey. <laughs> I think we said we think the Patriots are going like a hundred times this show. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. You know. Um. I uh, the uh. It's interesting because Zach Rosenblatt had a little thing like give me your top five moments from the Super Bowl last year, and it's so weird that I mean there's so many different things. You know, just talking to everybody and where where they kind of line up have it's really very tough. Similar I'll ones. tell you, just I literally, I had not thought about this at yeah. all. You just said it. I'm gonna the first five that just popped in my yeah. head: Philly special, Brandon Graham, Alshon touchdown, Corey Clement touchdown, and those were the four that I thought of. I guess just now, what popped in my head, and it's probably not the play most people say. I just am literally going with gut reaction. Yeah, yeah. Is Rodney McLeod lifting yeah, Brandon Cook? It was a huge good. play, but that for some reason that's what pops in my head. I know they're you know the Garrett touchdown, the the uh, Ertz touch. How do I not think of the Ertz touchdown at the mm. end? The fourth down play. God, what a Super Bowl! There's a, shout out. There Eagles. is a lot of them. Here is my. Those were just the ones that popped in my head first. The Ertz touchdown has to be there. That's my bad. Or the fourth down. One of those two plays on the drive yeah. has to be there. The, no, that would be my fifth instead of the McLeod play. That was just what popped into my head. Neither of those made my list. Oh, oh give me your list. That. Now, I mean, this is kind of cheating. So Philly special, Brandon Grammer, the the two no matter what's on those every are, list, no matter what. Those you can just write in on every list, and that's that's it. Done. My number one moment, Chris Long and Brian Brayman in Brandon Graham's face telling him what a smooth motherfucker he is. Okay, so you, you went more specific with the oh, moments. Oh, yeah, no, because it like, sticks uh, out like, my come on, like, Tom, I'm, like Malcolm Jenkins going, come on, Tom. Chris Long and Brian Brayman. Tom Reed dropped or, it. Or, or, or Brandon Graham. I doubt you even remember, but if you somehow are listening to this right now, I want to know what you said to Brandon Graham, because it was just an intense face of like, you're that motherfucker. You're that motherfucker over and over and over and over again, and then- it cuts to fucking Tom Brady, sad sack and all, just crying his eyes out and be like, I can't believe that just happened. That, to me, that moment will live forever. And then the actual sack, I got Corey Clements touchdown on there, the Philly special, and then Chris Wilson hugging Doug Peterson with nothing but zeros in the fourth quarter. And and it's funny, too, because, I mean, it really is. There's so I many, yeah, let's do it. I mean, there's so many things, like you said, I didn't even think about. I was just thinking about plays on the field. Of course, the, the Hail Mary at the end that falls to the ground. Yeah. Like, like there's so... There are so many plays, but then there are so many moments, like you said, yeah. like, yeah, let's do it. What you just mentioned, the come on, Tom, like the all this stuff from the mic'd up. Like there's so many moments, like it's also indelibly marked in my brain yeah. for the rest of time. And they're just all so glorious. It's, yeah. it's the best. It's a, it's a year later, Monday, it's a year later, and I still feel as fucking great about it as I ever did. Same. It's awesome. I didn't... Uh... Like I, there was at one point during the season, I got so tired of fucking hearing about the Super Bowl. I was like, yeah, okay, I got it. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 August now. Yeah, I'm I've yeah, let's do it. Is it's enough? It's enough. And now all I want to do is go rewatch the game like right now. I did it a couple weeks ago. Did you? Yeah. I'm gonna do it again. I just did it a couple <laughs> weeks ago. It was actually I did it the night before yeah. the uh, the Bears game, and then I did it again the night before the Saints game because I was like, it worked the first time. I yeah. paid more close attention the night before the Bears game, but I was going in those games. And I was like. Fuck it. Yeah. Just yeah, watch the Super yeah. Bowl again. Just watch Super Why not? Bowl again. So hopefully um, we can figure out a way of how the Eagles can get back there. And I'm sure that's what a chock full of offseason stuff is going to be happening. And as the official NFL season winds down and the Eagles are will be officially no longer defending, you know, world champions of uh, of the NFL here. Just want to thank you guys again, because when I think of all of that stuff, too, I think of the entire kind of lead up to the Super Bowl and how awesome it was just to 
you know, experience that with all you guys, and especially being at the Fillmore and all that yeah, stuff too. It's so great. Seconded on that. Uh, so for James Seltzer, I'm John Barcher. This has been Go Birds number fifty four. You've been listening to it right here on Sports Radio 94 WIP and Radio.com. We'll see you guys. Go Birds!